Louie, welcome to Behind the Windshield with Dennis Apprentice. It's an absolute honor. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Absolutely. Louie, you're a plumber at the Wet Show. Yeah, I'm, uh, I work for 608 Plumbing out of Roque, Wisconsin. Awesome. What was the name again? 608 Plumbing. 608 Plumbing? Yep. Their, out of? Their area code. It's over by La Crosse. In Wisconsin? Yep. Awesome. Very cool. How long have you been plumbing? I've been plumbing now for about six years. Six years? Yep. Cool. Did you graduate high school thinking you are going to be a plumber? I graduated high school thinking that I would be anything but a plumber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who? Yeah, very few people want to be a plumber when they grow yeah, up. Yeah, so right? my, my journey kind of took a weird path. I wanted to get into law enforcement when I first got okay. out of school. Okay. Then I went through uh, correctional training at Fox Valley in Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. And I didn't like that atmosphere too much, so I kind of veered back and got into uh, fire alarms, you know, fire alarm stuff, uh, fire extinguishers, and okay. then I kind of veered my path to plumbing. How did you find plumbing? Uh, I actually had a family member to work for a company in Sparta, so I kind of hopped on a train there, and then I just kind of worked my way to 608. So. Once you got to a plumbing company, why did you stick around? I just like to work. I like to stay busy, and then, you know, you kind of fall in love with throwing wrenches around all day, so. Right, right. It's something about tools. Yeah fixing stuff yeah fixing stuff and I, uh, I do a lot of septics so being in the ground setting tanks leveling tanks setting up drain fields all that stuff is uh, to me is fun I, I, I love being outside I know people look at me like oh you're a fat red-haired fair-skinned guy <laughs> you're just gonna get your ass burnt to a crisp but, you know, right I, I i love it i love being outside i love working outside it's just you know it's better than being inside right right service right. really is my forte I, I do enjoy doing it i do enjoy dealing with people sometimes but yeah. um have being outside is my thing. Yeah. So are you running backhoes and stuff? And uh, I or? not so much. Okay. I usually throw the pipe, lay the pipe, set the okay. tank, level tank, all that stuff. Awesome. Awesome. So you're building the underground systems. Doing the whole system. Yep. Very very cool. Was there anything that you did in particular that you can remember that um, you did well that kept your company keeping you around and not letting you go? Like, how did you stick out like a sore thumb in a good way, is my I th- question. I think it's just worth ethic. Okay. And just like, you know, what? striving to be better at everything. Okay. I mean, you can wake up every morning, you know, everybody has a bad day. I mean, you know, I'm sure your haircut's not perfect every day, is it? <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah, so well, my beard's always on point, so. It's just, you know, every day, you know, you, you need to get better at something. So it's right. like, you know, be, you know, being more efficient at something. Or, right. Or like learning how to run a laser better, or you know, just. How, how do you show that you're interested? You know how we you know, we talk about these young kids. We get these young kids in, and they don't even know how to use a tape measure. Yeah. Well, they also don't know how to. There's a lot of the soft skill stuff they don't know either, right? I, like, I, I think sometimes it's their first job. Like we used to work, we used to work at 15, 16 years old, and a lot of these young people aren't working until they get out of high school. Yeah. So. I mean, you're growing up in Wisconsin, you, know, you help out a lot of farmers and stuff. So right, right. Obviously, the work ethic's always there for that. Right. But, like, I guess, like, I'd be, I'm from a town of 2,000 people called okay. Westview, Wisconsin. And, it's, you know, we're known for, obviously, Westby Creamery and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And being around, like, small groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just having that com- camaraderie to your peers. Right. You know, we all work hard, you know. I, I grew up around Terry. He came with me over here. And Terry busted his ass on a concrete guy forever, and then he went on to you know, own his own body shop. So that's just kind of like, I guess our like, we're trying to get to like, that's our kind of community worth ethic that we right. have. We carry right. this 
persona, you know, was working harder than people. That's the Midwest. That's how we do it in the Midwest. We work harder than everybody else. It's colder everywhere else, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can go to Florida and get warm and work easy all day, you know. But, yeah. you know, I could be on negative 20 and I could be happier in hell, so. Right, it's, right. It's, To me, being a young person to trade, it's all mindset. Mindset. Yeah, you got to kind of go to work. Right. So have you, ha- have you trained any apprentices yet? I, I've worked with a lot of young guys. Okay. I, training, not so much, I guess, okay. but, you know. You've worked with a lot of young guys, though. Yeah, a lot of people came through the ranks and stuff like that. So so uh, how do you, how can you tell when a guy's getting it, when it, this this guy's a keeper? Let's keep this guy around. When they, when they start buying a bunch of tools. That's how you know. Like That's when, a new one right there. I worked with a guy in Sparta, and the uh, first couple months, he was just kind of like, you know, steady, 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 and then after that, it was... Milwaukee, everything. It's just like, all right. He starts showing up with tools. Yeah, he came out, don't pack out. All he's probably all proud of it too, showing you what he yeah, bought. Yeah, he came in. He had a, he had the brand new whole hog and all that stuff on his own. It was like, you know. And how'd that make you feel? Oh, it's cool to see, man. Yeah, you know, it's it's fun to see people go, you know, two feet in right away. You know. Yeah, yeah. So invest in tools. That that's one way to show the interested. What else? Uh, it's like all you want to talk about, and everything's so perfect. Like we did, like you know, when I worked at Sparta, everything. We did a lot of new houses, and everything this kid did was spot on. He was doing drain work, like you know, we had an older guy that worked in the shop with us. But the yeah. drain work was spot on. He looked, you would like look at him like, huh? Was it so and so here? Yeah. He'd be like, no, this is Dave's job. You're like, holy shit, Dave. Awesome. He's, a, he, you know, he. He taught me a lot of stuff too, how he would do different things because yeah. you know he thought different. Yeah. And this is like, man, he's getting it, you know. Yeah. He's fun to work with, I, you know. That's fun, isn't it? Where's yeah. Dave now? He's still at B and B. I went to Six Hundred Eight. Okay. Yeah, he's he was really good. He was fun to work with, and I came up with another kid too. We kind of started at the same time, but working with him every day, he's always chipper. He uh, worked for a different shop before he came there, but he right. just, he was so bright every day, and he's always right. chipper. It's always fun to see. Yeah, I think uh, I have a little saying. I said, "Whatever you're going to be, be there, right? If you're going to yeah. be at work, then just be at work. Let's go." It's right. Coming to work is an attitude, man. You come to work and you're bitter, pissed off. It's like you don't want to be around it. But like, if you come to work chipper, yeah, you know, it's, you're, you're going to have a good day. Yeah, and you're smiling, just thinking yeah. about. Well, I, I, I smile thinking about our week at being jackasses all week with Terry. So. <laughs> Awesome. So let's go the other direction. What does a guy do that really turns you off? Like you're like, this guy's not going to work out. Oh, like bad attitude. What's a bad attitude? What is that? Like when somebody comes in and it's just right away like, oh, you know, since he woke up this morning, you know, like yeah, days of me bullshit. You know, yeah. it's like just bad attitudes. A negative outlook on the I day. think everybody knows what a bad attitude looks like, so it's kind of hard to, like, yeah. you know. Well, like, I'm amazed at how many I, people wake up at work, and it's like, yeah. I never do that. I, I am awake. When I get to work, I am on. But so many people get to work, clock in, and then start drinking coffee. I'm like, oh, well, let's go. Come to work, and somebody's just, you know, they're right away, they're toxic. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're slamming shit around and just. Yeah, not wanting to be there. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's tough, you know, it's just. Yeah. Because I think everybody's been around that persona, yeah. Yeah. that personality, where you come in, they're sour, bitter, toxic. I think toxicity is the key word. Right, right. Because toxic, you know, being toxic spreads a pretty hell of a span of things. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah it really affects everybody, right? It's like napalm. Yeah. Catches one guy, hits the next guy, and the next thing you know, yeah. everybody's pissed off. And it's just, yeah, it's not worth it. No, it's not. Yeah, and, and it's a choice, right? It, I, I knew a lady, She uh, on her tombstone, it says, choose happy. 
That's what she always said. Yep. It's a choice. What's next for you? Where are you going to be in two or three years in your in your career? Probably uh, doing the same thing, setting tanks, all that stuff. I love doing that. I love, love doing it. septic systems. Yeah, I love setting tanks, and I love uh, doing drain fields. It's awesome. To me, it's fun. I love it. Awesome. Hard work. You don't smell the best at the end of the week, but, you know. Yeah. We're plumbers. You're not supposed to be doing laundry every day. So. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything in particular that surprised you that you got into it, and it's like, wow, this is way different than I imagined? How much you dig with a shovel really got me right away. <laughs> yes. I was out, you know, I'm big, but, like, before I was bigger, and I was more out of shape. And I was just like, my first couple weeks, that's all I did was undergrounds. But I think that was like a survival of the week thing. Yeah. They were testing you out? Yeah. Just, you go huh? you go between four concrete walls, all this dirt, clay, sand, doesn't matter. Just what you're doing. Awesome. And yeah, you know, to me, like, man, a lot of goddamn digging, you know? Yeah. But yeah. It builds personality. You learn a lot about yourself. You're sweating, sitting there, you know, your feet hurt, back hurts, neck hurts. You get blisters in your hands right away. I can't, get, I can't get blisters in my hands anymore either. I think that's one thing that pisses me off. You think you're working hard to get all these blisters in your hands when you first start, yeah. and now you can't do it. There's yeah. like, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Why are you at the wet show? Uh, I got invited to come here with my boss. Like, it's kind of, I love Indianapolis. I've been here before when I did fire, uh, you know, do the fire stuff. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like 18, I couldn't go enjoy it. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, this is probably the biggest city I've ever been in. So let's just go enjoy it. Is this a surprise to you that all this stuff here? I always, when I first came to the White Show, I've always seen pictures. You know, I'm, I'm on plumbing hacks. Okay. So okay. I've always seen the pictures of like all the stuff here, and obviously I've been friends with my boss for a long time. So you always hear like, oh man, you should have seen, you know, like Trubeck was there, like Rigid was here. Yeah. Sign up for the Rigid experience. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, very cool. Is there anything you found or saw that you want to take home with you that you can afford? <laughs> There's that excavator out here somewhere that looks... That cool, that robot-looking yes. thing? Yeah, I want one, too. I want, like, two of those. Yeah. One to, one to keep in front of the house to keep, let the neighbors know that I'm busy, and another one to get actually work with. Exactly. <laughs> keep one nice and clean. Yeah. What do you do for fun besides plumbing? Um, I run a podcast. I run a Pure Steel podcast. Um, I game a lot. Okay. So, like, if you ever seen, like, my profile picture of my show... It says ugly on it. Okay. And that's part of the gaming community I'm with, ugly gaming. Okay. So, okay. I, so my show isn't really tied to ugly gaming, just I like gaming. Yeah. So uh, my friend Noah Daly out of California, he runs ugly gaming. So it's just fun to like, I play a lot of darts. Okay. I'm from Wisconsin, so bar sports arcade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I made a big dart jersey two years ago for my doubles team, me and my brother Wyatt. And I decked out this jersey with my show sponsor, Lit Beard Company, and uh, ugly gaming. So I got this thing all decked out. Uh, I have Pure Steel podcast on the front. The bit in the back is the show sponsors, you know, Lit Beard Company. So you got like the Lit sign. Yeah. And then like underneath is like a beard. Yeah. And then the shoulders are is my face and ugly gaming going across the eyes. Yeah. I don't think that I'm that ugly, but this is kind of funny to see it. Yeah. yeah it's just kind yeah. of the running joke with it. The you know, ugly gaming. Yeah. Um, man, it's a lot of fun. Uh, just kind of meeting all these people as I do the show. Um, podcast, uh, how often do you podcast? Uh, it hasn't been as much lately, but the uh-huh. uh, Pure Steel podcast will be on a full charge here after, probably after the wet show. Very cool. Because uh, dart season's over and all that stuff, so. Yeah. Okay, so how do we find you? What pod, where, where, where do we find uh, you? You can find us on Apple, Spotify. Uh, we started going live on YouTube. Uh-huh. I did link it up with a, with a stream yard. You can do just about anything, so. Yeah. Any, anything you can stream on, we're on YouTube. Anything you get a video on, Twitter, and all that stuff. And what's it called again? Pure? Pure Steel. How do you spell that? P U R E 
space S T E E L. Okay. Then podcast. Very cool. And we named the name after. Uh, we have a lot. Like, I we do a lot of MMA talk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, UFC stuff. Yeah. So we based the name around. Uh, there's a fighter out there named Chael Sonnen. Okay. Then Chael Sonnen always had this thing. You know, he had this bad guy persona. He's a hard ass. Yeah. He wanted to fight the best. He, you know, he got his fights with Anderson Silva. He took Anderson Silva five rounds. He never lost a round. But he lost by a triangle choke. But he was just a. He was a wizard on the mic. And I never, I'll never forget. He was sitting there. And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the best at ever. I'm pure steel and sex appeal. <laughs> and then uh, me and my buddy Austin, who I do the show with, we're sitting there just shooting the shit. That's what we do like, before we do the show. Yeah. We never set anything up. Everything yeah. I do is off the hip because I cannot sit there and go on a schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there watching Chael Sonnen videos on uh, YouTube trying to figure out what we're going to do for our next show because we did Louie and the Headlocker for a long time, which is our first show, which was, you know, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But uh, we're just sitting there watching. We, we, we kept on going back and forth. We're sitting there on this chair flexing like a goon. Yeah. On Pierce Steel and Sex Appeal. And we're like, man, we should name the show Pierce Steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's simple, you know, short, sweet. Yeah. So we ran with it. So we are Pierce Steel Podcast. Awesome, awesome. But yeah, we did Louie and the Headlocker, man, like about 10 years ago. Yeah. And that was like before, you know, this. Yeah, I mean, obviously Rogue and those guys had this kind of set up, but, you know, we didn't. We were a couple, well, I was like, what, 19? Yeah. And he was 18. So we were yeah. just shooting the shit, doing the show. We'd get fighters on the show, like Ben Askren and Tommy Toehold, who was an animated character, who did uh, a bunch of YouTube videos. But when when UFC went to Fox, they bought the character rights for Tommy Toehold, so Tommy went to Fox with him. Oh, so wow. he had, like, these little segments, Tommy Toehold, he'd, like, pick fights, and then he'd, like, roast people. Right, right. And they, this guy, he's out of Ohio, and he would, like, do all these voice impersonations, all these fighters. And, like, that was, like, back when, like, Nick Diaz was there. So we had, like, a Nick Diaz impression and all that stuff. And, yeah, it was just fun. We had Jessica Ion, who uh, contended for the UFC t- or UFC Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. And we had Chris Holland on. He wasn't a big fighter, but he was just a, such a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, he came on the show uh, right, right after he fought Phil Baroni. Who was a UFC legend? It was just like a small show in Colorado, but he actually knocked Phil Baroni out with one ACL because he tore it in training, but he couldn't mm. say no to the money. Wow! And yeah, Ben, yeah, like I said, Ben Askren. We had Mike Richmond on, who's out of Rosemont, Minnesota, who's now in bare knuckle fighting, and he's a total monster still to this day. And uh, on our show now, Pierre Steele, I just had Gerald Mershard on, and Gerald Mershard is a UFC middleweight currently, and he's on a tear. He's from Milwaukee. And uh, I'm part of a group called uh, the Bearded Rebellion Beard Club, and we're doing an event uh, called Vets on the Fly. And so ducks, our, on, ducks on the Fly? Uh, vets on the Fly. Vets on the Fly, okay. So we're taking a bunch of veterans uh, fly fishing in the oh, cool. western side of Wisconsin. Cool. And uh, Gerald is actually going to come be a part of that with us. Oh, very cool. the Wisconsin branch. So you have uh, time in your life to be a plumber and do all this other I, fun stuff. I try to have time in my life to be myself, because yeah. I, I find it hard to be so strict on work, cause you, it's not, it's not that you get, like, stressed out, but, like, to be addicted to work, I just don't think that's the way to be. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be myself right. than be work all the time. Right, right. So, like, doing... We just did a food drive, and I had uh, flyers up in the shop for the... You know, we just... 
as a whole community, the Bearded Rebellion, you know, 5,000 non-perishables went to people, which is awesome. You know what I mean? Awesome, yeah. And uh, you know, we're doing so many other things. I know we talked to Bob Carpenter with the shoe drive that he does. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. part of the hacks. Okay, yeah. And, I, yeah, we have so many things coming up for that. It's just a lot of fun just to be a yeah. part of the community and give back. And then obviously try to have fun for yourself. Right. And then, the, you know, for my side, like playing darts, like just to be competitive again, too. It's just right. Yeah, you know, it's fun to be yourself, you know. It's, it's hard to... I, I don't run a business. I'm just, I, you know, I just work hard. But, like, it's I not, couldn't imagine yeah. trying to run a show, run a company, and then, like, I go nuts as it is. Terry thinks I'm nuts all the time anyway. <laughs> but, like, podcasting definitely is uh, more therapeutic for me. Yeah, yeah. Just because I get so like amped up. I had a demonologist, Carlisle Johnson, on who was the first paranormal investigator to go into the house that inspired the movie The Conjuring. That was pretty light. And Terry actually watched that one live. And Terry was, like, blown away. He's like, hey, you got to get, like, an exorcist on. And you got to, like... <laughs> you got to go put salt in other corners of the house. Right? <laughs> He's like, well, it was weird because, like, we just watched uh, the movie Demon House this week. You know, we were yeah. sitting at the Hotel Bourne. That's a Zach Baggins film. That he bought a house in Gary, Indiana that uh, had, like, a bunch of reports, like, demonic activity kids were getting possessed and all that stuff and like terry didn't believe me when the first thing on the film was if you you know there's theories out there that demons and stuff can come through screens so we're doing the show with carl and they shit you not i get a text message saying i'm going to send you a picture of a demon that i got do not stare at this too long and i'm a dumbass so what do i do yeah yeah i stare at this thing for too long yeah and then I don't check my messages, you know? Yeah. I have this thing full screen on my phone. Yeah. I look at it. I, I close it. I look like four or five minutes I looked at it. Yeah. It's all in my head. Drop it down. He goes, don't look at this too long. It's like, oh, God, here we go. So we're doing this show with Carl, and I wanted to pull the picture up just to do like a quick drop on the show. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Email wasn't there anymore. Or the text wasn't there anymore. It's like, what's going on? I can't make this up. So I sit there like talking to Carl on the show. I'm like, I do not, I don't have this picture. It's yeah. not here. Yeah. And I have a garbage can next to me, and cans started rumbling, rustling next to me. I was like, this is ridiculous, because Austin's like panicking. He's like, what is going on? Because he wanted to see the picture. He hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. I, I'm the only one that's seen it, and he couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And then we got done the show. End of the show. My like, Carl, I, I don't know what happened with this picture. It's not in my phone. It's gone. And then very calmly, Carl's like. Well, that is pretty strange. He goes, uh, maybe try not to think about this show for a couple of days after we publish it. And I was like, that's not how this works. I'm so yeah. amped up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That was a great show. We had uh, Jason Burkham, too, from uh, Wisconsin Paranormal on, too, at the same time. That was fun. That was probably one of the funnest shows I've yeah. done. It's, just, like, it's a completely different world. Art Bell? Who's Art Bell? You don't know who Art Bell is? I don't get out much. Oh, my goodness. I haven't met him at a right. bar, so I don't know. we got to stop the show so I can tell you about Art Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Louis, thanks for coming on. No, the absolutely. This was a lot of fun. I can't believe you guys like followed me. I was like, yeah, Danny was on here yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were just uh, we just been podcasting, meeting plumbers, and talking about apprenticeships and experiences in plumbing. So yeah, I hope I didn't ramble on too much. I'm no, notorious for just keeping on going. That's great. Awesome. Where are you guys from? I'm from Seattle. I'm from Seattle, and I have a Zoom Drain franchise. Your football team, what happened? What happened? Wisconsin gave you guys a great quarterback. Oh. You guys keep on pissing Oh, my goodness here. sakes. I don't know what happened. He, he hurt his finger. I, right? I hurt, I hurt fingers all the time. Yeah. There's no excuse. I know. Awesome. Louis, thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's been a blast. Yeah.